Welcome to episode three of season two of Orca Radio, the UK's fastest growing podcast. So today's uh, podcast is another bite-sized one, and it comes from a question that we got from Fiona uh, the other day, um, who asked us um, if privacy glass blocked from UV light, uh, UV rays, because she's um, the new cat that she gets is because of a of a new baby that she's just got. So congratulations on that, Fiona. Uh, but anyway. <clears throat> We, we knew the answer then and that Privacy Glass didn't do that, but we wanted to make sure that we wrote a blog post on it, which we, which we have, and also do a, a podcast for people who um, you know fancy getting their content that way. So we may as well jump straight into it. Uh, after this small section, uh, we are still going through the usual uh, questions that come in, a couple of the uh, recent vehicle reviews that we've got, and of course, um, Chris's usual um deals of the week that we think you need to take a look at if you're in the market right now. So we may as well just jump straight into it. As usual, what I do with these sort of questions is if it warrants it, I write a blog post on it uh, because that seems to be more visible than the others. So if you've already read the blog post, this episode is going to be a bit boring. You may as well just skip straight to the um, prices at the end. But I am essentially going to be reading uh, the the blog post more or less word for word. (coughs) So if it sounds a little bit like I'm reading, it's because it is. So, privacy glass in a lease car is one of the most requested features, along with leather seats and satellite navigation. Uh, last week, as I just mentioned, we had a customer who explained that they need privacy glass for the new arrival in the back to stop them from having the sun on them for long journeys, especially with you know spring around the corner and then summer. We also uh, went on uh, search engines such as Google and Bing and DuckDuckGo uh, to find out if a lot of other people actually asked this question, and we were surprised to find out that this is not a rare question. It's quite a common question. <clears throat> we didn't feel like it, uh, the answer was, well, quite a straightforward. So we decided, you know, let's answer it um, for, the, for the, you know, for the community, for the, for the customers. So, does privacy glass protect from UV? UV being shown for ultraviolet. Um, no, <clears throat> privacy glass will not stop ultraviolet rays coming in through the sidecar windows. They are made by dyeing the inside of the glass given a darker hue, but ultraviolet rays still penetrate it. The main benefit of having privacy glass is in the name to add a level of privacy to the rear passengers, um, which is obviously sought after for people with children, especially babies, and obviously breastfeeding mums who may be in the back of the car or something like that, or whether or not they just want to hide something in the back when they're packed up, although it's not really that private to be fair. Uh, privacy windows will have a score of how much light they impede coming in, which is called Visual Light Transmission, or VLT for short, in percentages with a legal maximum of 50%. However, ultraviolet is a different, completely different spectrum of light to VLT, and therefore none of the benefit applies. So to cl- conclude this introduction question, privacy glass provides nothing at all to protect passengers from harmful UVA slash B rays, and you will need to seek a different way to stop them, which I'm going to explain shortly. All glass protects from UVB rays, though, whether it's tinted or not. <coughs> UVB rays potentially being the most harsh, but every glass uh, stops it rear, back, front, the lot. But that answer evolved, and if anyone's listening to this and thinking, oh, well, okay, fair enough. Uh, but, you know, when we did our research, we realised, well, you, you know, you, you do need to protect UVA slash B, or just UVA, somehow. So... <coughs> What is the difference between UVA and UVB? UVA represents 95% of all ultraviolet light that reaches our skin. And I got that from uh, Paula's Choice, uh, a popular website. It's known as a silent killer because you can't feel the effects of UVA exposure as it's happening. 
and why it's such a concern for parents doing long carnies, uh, car journeys in the summer. So the reason why, specifically why it's called the silent killer is when you're on holiday and you sort of feel the sun on your skin and it's getting hotter and it leaves a sunburn on the rest of it, that's UVB. As I mentioned earlier, uh, all glass protects from UVB, but when you're on holiday in the sun, there is no glass to protect you. So that's actually UVB. And another reason why, <clears throat> even in the, in the, in the hot weather, um, sorry, in, in a very sunny day and you're in a car, um, you can't feel the sun on you because it's blocking the UVB, but the UVA is still on your skin. Um, <clears throat> UVA penetrates deep in the skin and causes a lot of damage underneath and has a link to most skin cancers. Um, you know, all these stories about UVA and applying sunscreen and all the rest of it, it's not scaremongering whatsoever. UVA does pose a genuine risk, especially to babies. UVB uh, may not be as prevalent, but they are very powerful. As I mentioned, UVB is the leading case of sunburn and the feeling of warmth when exposed to it. Most glass glass protects from UVB, so you protect it indoors and in the car, but not when directly outside. UVB also contributes to skin cancer, but the UVB aspect of this doesn't really relate to the car. But it's also always worth you know springing up just because it's it's related to the topic at hand. Um, however. If you have an older car, this may not apply, which is why the laws behind window tinting, which I'll explain a little bit in a bit, does differ depending on the age of the car, but we are talking very old cars, 1980s and before, really. Um, so moving on, uh, what about tinted windows? Do they block UV rays? Um, so yes and no. Uh, not all rear windows tints stop ultraviolet rays, but you can get UV-blocking rear window tint services uh, from a few vendors, a few vendors. Um, <clears throat> so as long as uh, if you are planning to get some tints, make sure to ask: Is it will this block UV? And they'll make sure to give you an UV blocking one. But not all tints do that. Always worth checking before you buy. Uh, window tints are legal in all cases for rear passenger windows. So if there's any confusion about, you know, a lot of people know that tint. Well, some tints are illegal, and some people may think that all tints are illegal um, because people. You, know, you need to allow certain um, amounts of sun into the car. Um, in the in the rear of the car, it, it, it's completely fine. So you, you are completely fine to tint your windows in the back, which is probably where most people would want it because that's where the children would be. Um, if you go just to make sure your children are protected from UV rays, then it's, there, there's nothing to worry about with tints. Um, <clears throat> so privacy glass versus tinted windows. Privacy and tinted windows are two different ways to get the same result, a darkened pane of glass. Creating privacy glass windows is a process where it dies out to the glass of the factory and tinted windows are an aftermarket film applied to the rear windows. However, only one can provide you with protection and that is the tints. So, um, obviously we, we are all car leasing, we lease cars and all the rest of it. If, in general, tinted windows can be applied and removed without causing any damage. So you are pretty much fine to add tinted windows to your lease car, but it does need to be removed before you hand it back. And obviously it can't if, if it's going to leave any permanent damage, you are liable to pay for that. But in general, most reputable uh, people that apply tinted windows to cars I, I do it perfectly fine with no damage. Just remember to take it off at the end. Uh, but what other alternatives to privacy windows and window tints are there? Well, if you want to reduce UV rays in the car but don't want to use window tints to do that, then our first recommendation would to purchase car sunshades, which is especially designed for this problem. The tents cost about less than 20 quid and are easy to apply. Second, our car window shades, uh, which is a piece of cotton-like material which wraps around the glass and some of the door frame completely and provide total cover 
They're easy to put on, but they are exposed outside to the car and can look a little unsightly. Uh, these are something that I've noticed maybe in the last couple of years or so, but not before then. It's pretty much, it's, it's just like a piece of, oh, I don't know, cloth, stretchy cloth. Uh, but you can see it sticking out on the outside. So if you ever see a car with that, it's probably not because their uh, window's been smashed in. It's just that that's the car sunshade that they've gone for. Lastly, you can always apply sun cream to the passengers, which will protect the skin from UV light. And this is something that would need to be done, though, with every journey. And the cost will be much greater all the time when compared to one-time purchases, such as the stick-on shades and wrap-around shades. Um, it, in my opinion, is it, it is <clears throat> if you have children in the back of your car... In my opinion, you do need some kind of a way to block UV, whether it's um, tints or the car sunshades. But if you've just got privacy glass, that is not enough, and it does not block the UVA light whatsoever. And if you're on a particular long journey and you, you, you drive regularly, especially in the summer, that can cause damage um, to your children's skin. That will give them problems later on in adult life. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying that lightly, that it really can, um, the, like if they are exposed to it when they're young, the problems may not come up for years and years. So if you've done a car journey and they seem fine afterwards, don't have a sunburn and stuff like that, that doesn't mean anything. Um, so we implore everyone, anyone who's listening to this, that doesn't have some kind of UV blocking way for the children in the back to do so today. So can the windscreen pretend ultra, uh, prevent ultraviolet light? Uh, modern windscreens are made differently to side windows for obvious reasons. First, they're made to be tougher and sturdier to protect from impacts. And second, they do have a special ultraviolet filter, which can block up to 98% of UVA slash B rays. So if you've ever wondered, well, I've been driving my car for years and years, I've never had any problems because the windscreen does protect from UVA and B. It's all the side windows that don't. Um, does privacy glass... Uh, so these are just additional questions related to the subject that we found. They're not quite exactly the same, but we thought this is the best chance to answer them. Does privacy glass reduce heat? Uh, privacy window doesn't reduce the heat in a vehicle, although the window tints can. However, even if they did, sunlight would still come through the windscreen and from passengers' windows anyway. So even though I mentioned UVA and B don't come through the windscreen, the temperature can still rise from the sun's rays. Um, but you, again, using air conditioning, climate control, or just opening the windows is the best way to regulate heat in a vehicle, not the windows themselves. Um, do Mercedes and BMW windows have UV protection? Um, so we do not know the scores of individual models of Mercedes and BMW vehicles and their UV protection. But what we do know <coughs> is that research, third-party research, not by us, has been conducted which claimed that BMW and Mercedes were the worst when it comes to blocking UV light through the front windscreen, to the point where it could be dangerous to all in the vehicle, especially the driver and the front passenger who are exposed to it directly. Um, if you want to know a little bit more about exactly that, if you visit the blog on the subject of the privacy glass, I have provided a link to that exact study. Um, if you do have a Mercedes or a BMW and are genuinely worried. Um, okay, so I'm just going to conclude it now because it was a simple question with a pretty simple answer. Um, but just to round it up, UVA rays are and will always be a hot topic when it comes to, to you know vehicles in general, especially because of the proven link with skin cancer. Like I said, it's not scaremongering. Uh, those rays really are harmful. Hopefully, with this article, we've been able, a podcast rather, we've been able to help people uh, who are confused as to whether their passengers are protected or not when the sun is beaming. Privacy windows don't protect from UV rays, but there are plenty of alternatives that will.
Right, so on to the regular Q&A. And our first one is from Gary, who sent us a question on the back of our last podcast with brake checking. He said, I was lucky enough to have a dash cam installed when someone brake checked me and I did go into the back of him. Um, he, I, I beeped him over. He moved over from the other lane. So I had no chance, like he, did, like he said, to stop uh, in time. And believe it or not, the uh, the driver of the other car had to pay for all the repairs and a surcharge because it did get minor whiplash. So, you know, thanks very much for that, Gary. And it does confirm what we did, uh, what we tried to say in the tips is that a dash cam, although it's quite an expensive uh, initial purchase, up to 100 sometimes if you get a really good one, uh, it, it can save you a lot of bother if you uh, if you need it. So thanks for that question, Gary. Next question is from Simon, who asks, can I order the new plate from Match now? Uh, and the it's a simple answer is yes and no. Uh, in general, if you um, were to inquire on a stock vehicle, it means that it's usually already registered with the current 69 plate. So it will arrive as, as that. But if you order something like a factory order or make the point that you want delivery to be after March, then yes, it will be on the new 20 plate. Um, but it really does depend. Stock vehicles, probably not. Factory orders, that will be uh, need time to be built, yes. And the closer you get to March, the, the more chances. But now that we're in Feb, um, even though we do try to get cars delivered within two weeks, in general... We can probably facilitate the new plate, but you would pro- make sure to be quite specific with it uh, that you don't want it until after this date for that plate, and we will probably accommodate for you. Now I'm just going to run through some of the latest uh, car reviews we've received. First one from Brian Wade, who uh, leased a very tasty Porsche Cayman 4-litre GT4. Um, he says, The Porsche Cayman is an absolutely outstanding vehicle. It's incredibly luxurious and drives better than any car I've ever had before. Of course, it's an expensive vehicle, so finding a good lease deal on it was uh, it was very lucky, to be honest. It's not 60, it was crazy in just 4.4 seconds. Some of the technology gave with his next level will also looking really fancy inside. So I'd highly recommend. The only issue I found, really, is that the options were a little expensive, so I missed out on a few features that I was after. I can't complain, really. Cheers, Josh, for finding me a great deal. Uh, next is from Casper C, who leased a... Tiguan Allspace, four-wheel drive, lovely family car, seven-seater in automatic, seven-gear with approximately 150 horsepower, four different motions, snow, sport, off-road, uh, off-road individual, has sat-nav, cruise control, wheel steering assistance, and more. In general, a very nice car, which I would recommend for every bigger family. Cheers, and yeah, we would like to probably reiterate that um, the Tiguan is a very popular car, and I think Volkswagen have done an absolute blinder um, reviewing that model, because the previous one was a exceptionally popular as it was and it's always a risk when you have an or an existing popular car but you need to keep up with the times uh Volkswagen is in the same space now with the impending golf um and the previous golf was incredibly popular and you know they they've set a high bar for themselves anyway I'm waffling um next is from Arthur who leased a Alfa Romeo Giulia saloon he's given it a four stars it was a two liter TB 280 Veloce four door auto might be pronounced Veloci I have no idea. But anyway, took the Julia instead of a 3 Series because I wanted to switch it up and get an Isha vehicle. And I'm very glad I did. Um, you see so many people with 3 Series on the road. And it's nice to have a smaller caliber vehicle was being completely different. It's absolutely stunning and really fun to drive. The only thing I'm not keen on is the infotainment system. I feel it's a little small and old school, but nonetheless gets the job done. Cheers, Will, for getting me a great deal. Um, and some of the others I think I read on the last podcast. So I'm going to leave them for now. But as, as usual, if you go to the all-star review section... On our website, you can see all reviews that we've ever had. And if you have leased from us, and even if you haven't, 
you could always um, leave a review on a car because these aren't sort of, it's customers who have left most of the reviews so far, but this is generally for anyone to be able to review their car to help, obviously, people visiting their website to make an informed decision. Um, so yeah, even if you haven't leased through us and you've got something to say about a particular car, by all means, leave a review and we will probably read it out on the next podcast or whenever it is uh, that we get, um, you know, when you leave it and the next time we record. But anyway, that is enough for me and for this episode. So as usual, I'm going to hand you over to Chris, who's going to let you know about some of the deals we've got on right now um, that we think that you should uh, check out and uh, well, brilliant deals. So thanks very much for listening and uh, we look forward to to uh, recording the next one. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Ronnie. So this week, I wanted to highlight the new Skoda Kamiq. We've just had an offer come in on it. It's obviously a brand new model, so it's good to see deals already. Uh, it starts from £170 a month, and that's for the 1-litre TSI 95S model, which is the entry-level model, but you still get quite a lot of kit, and it's obviously a nice little crossover SUV. Um, as well as that, we've got the Seat Arona 1-litre SE technology. Uh, that starts from £172 a month. So another little family car. And then we've got the outgoing Volkswagen Golf, uh, the 1.5 Evo Match Edition. Uh, that's £183 a month. This is your last chance to grab one of the Mark 7.5 Golfs, because obviously before the, uh, the new Mark 8 comes out. But I'll uh, leave some links in the description so you can check out the deals for yourself. It's also worth keeping an eye on our special offers page just while we're into the first quarter of the year because lots, lots of new deals are going on there every day. But thanks for listening to this podcast and we'll catch you in the next one.